Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, this is Dr. Shinshuri. You are listening to Oracle Radio. And our topic today is surrendering your outer essence. I'm excited to let you know today that this topic is going to be about your healing transformation. The transformation that needs to happen for you in order for you to let go of that culprit, the ego. But before we get into today's topic show, Surrendering Your Outer Essence, I'd like to say thank you for showing up and being a part of this experience. You are tapping in and embracing unknown certainty. I'm going to I'm 
unity. Yes, yes, this is a beautiful afternoon, and I'd like to welcome all of you who are tuning in to this show this afternoon on a beautiful Saturday, that this show is for you. We are going to have a powerful dialogue in order to move you along the path of your personal transformation. We're here to guide you through this process. But we will not be walking those steps as you would, but as we would in our own journey. But we can walk that journey together. Howbeit, each of us has this journey to walk, but the colorful experiences that may emerge in our purview along the way is going to be different because of who we are, where we come from, our culture, our religious perspective, and all the things that are Uh, conditional uh, nodes for us, the spiritual nodes, the uh, things that we have embraced in our purview, in our lifestyles that may be different from one another. Number one being our ethnicity. Number two being our gender. Number three being our understanding and our knowledge and where we are in consciousness. So there are different levels or perspectives by which you can embrace the message today. And what I want you to understand is that embracing that message means that you have to let all of that go. Every one of those things that I just said, your culture, your ethnicity, your understanding, where you, what you think you already know. You've got to be able to step back from what you think you have or already possess or know and embrace unknown certainty, which is the theme music for this journey. Embrace unknown certainty. Okay, and so it's it's apparent upon you uh, to be welcoming the message today from the space of complete nothing, from a space of I'm going to allow something to come into me that I may not know, and that I'm going to allow the message to come about and to. Uh, rain and touch my heart in such a way, even if I think I already know it. So this is part of allowing yourself to subdue what I like to call the ego. The ego. Let's let's talk about that. But before we do, I'm gonna come right back because it's so important that I talk about it. Before we do, I like to remind you this lesson today is about you. And we welcome all questions, comments, and dialogue so long as you stay focused on the topic. See, the topic is about surrendering the ego. And we want to make sure that we understand how that can be done. Surrendering your outer essence, the ego, is what this show topic is about. And we want to make sure that you stay focused in that area because this is about letting go and allowing that which you really are, which we talked about in the previous show, to come forth. Okay? So in order to do that, we have to subdue that part of us, the individualized perspective that we hold in our consciousness as this is who I am. I am me and you are you. But before we do that, I want to step back a moment and I want to uh, preface this with what we always do, that today we plan to take a non-structured, evolving approach to our discussion. The idea is to have the discussion evolve through question and inquiry. Freestyle is what we will be doing, meaning that it's just coming to me. I haven't laid a script out for this. This is the word that needs to be expressed through me so that others can embrace the message and apply it in their own lives the way it is intended to be for them without rhetoric. Be encouraged to join in this collaborative dialogue when the time is set for that. You can call in. Whatever comes up for you, we want you to jump in here and share your questions, your comments, and your perspective. But again, we want you to stay focused on the topic. 
So I just want to preface this that I will be, if you get off topic, I'm going to bring you back to the topic because we want to make sure that your comments and your questions and what you're sharing is focused on this specific topic and not a topic that we have reserved for another day. There may be some words, expressions, and ideas that may come up that may strike a chord in you. You may not like what we might be saying, and it's okay. We want you to know that, to pay attention to that voice. Watch it. Critique it. Be the observer of your own thoughts because it is that perspective that you might be having that we want you to subdue. Decide, will you allow yourself to be riled by what is being shared, or will you allow yourself to be motivated? Jump in here and contribute your own ideas and perspectives in this co-creative process in order to have your own personal transformation. This learning lesson is about you and your transformation, not you trying to get others to have a transformation based on what you think should happen, but really focusing on yourself. So we don't want you to project as you do uh, share yourself and share your perspective. The choice is yours. So we want you to decide, do you want to be a part of the co-creative process or do you just want to listen? It's okay either way. Just make sure you stay on topic. The call-in number to participate when we ask for callers is 310-861-2329. You can always dial in and share um, and raise your hand and we'll definitely call up on you. So back to that perspective of surrendering the outer essence. The ego. What is the ego? The ego is, and I'm going to give you this acronym, and some of you may have heard this before. Ego, for me, is easing God out. The great omnipresent deity, male, female, he, she, genderless, androgynous, the most intelligent, powerful force in the universe. That's what this is. And so, how do you surrender the outer ego? Well, first, let's talk, we're going to do a recap of last Wednesday, this previous Wednesday show, where we talk about recognizing your inner essence and the meditation that needs to come about in order to have that emerge for you. Again, we're focusing on having this process unfold for you through meditation, not through prayer, okay? Now, if you're interested in understanding why we say this, then we, I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous show, Recognize Your Inner Essence. I'm not going to go over all of what we discussed in that show, but what I will say is that you need to surrender your outer essence in order for the I am presence to emerge, emanate, abode in you. So if you're going to do that, you have to surrender the outer essence, and the outer essence in this lesson going forward as we discuss future topics is the ego. So when you hear me say that, the outer essence is the ego. The inner essence is I am the great omnipresent deity, the all-encompassing power and nore of the universe that creates every living thing in the universe. It has made a decision to step down in consciousness as an individual being in human form, which is you. Now, at the same time that you have made this decision, you have said to the universe, I want to experience myself as a human being. And how can I do that? Well, in order for me to experience myself as a human being, I have also need to make renditions or replications of myself that look different from me in this version of myself so that I can experience who I am through other variations of me. So, therein lies the conundrum. We are experiencing ourselves, you and I are able to interact and interchange with other, each other because we have decided to incarnate in the flesh as an individual representation of the great omnipresent deity. 
Now I'm saying a lot. And you might be having some cognitive dissonance right now. It's okay. Got your questions down. Definitely type them in the live chat or call in when we allow for those to call in so you can ask a question and get answers to your questions. So now that we've set the context, now I want to talk about what's going on with you as an individual representation of I am in human form. What's going on with you really? Okay? I will speak speak on it from my own perspective. Because that's the perspective in which I have a first person perspective. And you have your own first person perspective. And therefore, you can speak on it from your perspective. But from my perspective, what I have come to understand and what I've experienced in my life is that there is a a challenging war between being me and being this alter me, the ego. Most of us come in and we have our divine presence fully intact. And then we we get this veil over us through conditioning, through uh, life situations and experiences that we have, through past life experiences, things that we might even bring in with us from past lives. And therefore, we come in with this, this, this kind of a veil, uh, what I call the ego. And the ego is the regulator between full awareness, super consciousness, or Christ consciousness, allowing deity the great omnipresence deity to be an emanating life force through you, in you, and an experience for others who interact with you. That's the difference. And what I like to call this, this veil is a disposition in consciousness. It's a regulatory valve. And let me help you understand what I'm saying. If you were to go to a water faucet and turn it on right now, you can turn on the faucet, either the right knob or the left knob. And the right and left knobs regulate whether the water coming out of the nozzle is cold or hot. Okay? Now, when you turn on the valve, no matter which one you turn on, water flows. The more you turn on the valve, the stronger, the more fluid, the more consistent the water flows. When you turn the valve off or start to turn it off, the less flow of the water is going through. This is what's happening in your consciousness, in you as a human being, when the ego regulates the valve. You do not want the ego to regulate the valve because the ego, when it's regulating the valve, has a tendency to turn off the flow of the divine inspiration and influence that comes through from I am, through your heart chakra. Okay? So the more you are allowing the ego, the disposition in consciousness, the, the thought that I am separate from the, the great omnipresent deity and that I can do my will, it's that thought, it is that intention that creates the regulation. And the moment you set that in motion through the veil, which we call the ego, it begins to regulate the flow of love energy, the light energy, the, the creative, powerful, omnipresent energy that comes through the heart chakra. So you don't want the ego to actually regulate the valve. You want it to be completely open. You want to remove the ego from the equation so that you have a full expression of unconditional love all the time. The channel is fully open for great omnipresent deity to emanate, abode, and flow through you. Okay, now that we set that as a context, I'd like to open up the lines for my co-host, Latasha, and ask her to chime in here and share what's coming up for her in her perspective of this lesson. Thank you, Doc. 
So, first of all, I have a question. How can okay. one tell when the ego is taking over and it's not a spiritual flow? Okay. There are several indications for when you know the ego is taking over. So I'm going to first give some examples, and then I'm going to illustrate for you. Okay. So the first example would be if you are in, if you're, if, for example, here's how I say, like, for your son. You have a son, right? You have two sons. Yeah. And yeah. I have seen, I've seen you interact with, with both of your sons. Like, uh, for, this, for example, this morning, you were interacting with your son, uh, your oldest son. And um, he, um, you asked him to, you know, be, be ready because um, we're going to go on the show and we need you to be quiet, right? And he, he commenced to say, okay, and you got irritated by, you know, the fact that you were going to make him um, be quiet for an hour, right? And in that moment, as you were talking with him, you said, come here. And so both of your sons came because they were both in the room together and they didn't know who, which one you were talking about. So the other little one comes in and says, were you talking to me? Like, no, I was talking about this one. And so you had him come in and talk to you and say, okay, so what's all this about? You immediately recognized his ego. You didn't call it his ego, but you recognized it. And you said, hey, what's, what's, this, what's this right here? All this, this attitude you got. That was the ego. Mm-hmm. I'm pointing it out for you because I observed that happening in the moment in your experience this, this afternoon, this early this afternoon, right? So mm-hmm. when you are interfacing with your kids, your husband, your wives, your family, your brothers, your sisters, and you recognize a disposition in their consciousness from where they were before, that is the ego that you're recognizing. So the moment that you said, mm-hmm. I need you to be quiet, and I'm going to need you to be quiet for an hour, and then he got angry because he didn't want to do that, you saw his ego. Mm-hmm. And so then you checked him on that. And mm-hmm. as long as we allow our children, not to say that they can't be angry, but they can't stay there, okay? Mm-hmm. Anger is an emotion. And it's used all the time by the ego. That's how the ego disguises itself, through behaviors, through um, communication, through um, the, the disposition and consciousness that arises when you don't like something someone says or does. These are the ways in which you can identify ego. So if you get upset about something someone is saying, I want you in that moment to think about what you are doing in that moment, what's going on with you and why you have to be so angry about something someone said when they just uttered a few words. Now, someone would say, well, if somebody cuss at me, I ain't going to just let nobody cuss at me. I said, but this is a free, let me use this as an example. This is a free country and we can express ourselves how we see fit. It's an open, open to be and communicate however you want. You don't have to get angry because someone swears at you. That's mm-hmm. you. That's your ego getting upset about what someone says to you. And here's the thing about your ego. When you can control your ego, people can say whatever they want to you. It, it does not say who you are. But when people swear at you and you get in your ego, then you confirm that you also are going to allow your ego to control you. So when they do that to you, that's them and their ego, but you don't have to meet them where they are. You can be a reflection for them like a mirror. Mm -hmm. Here's the second example of how you recognize. The more still you are, regardless of what's going on in your experience and in your purview, the more still you are, you become a reflection for the other person who's being hostile towards you. Does that mean that you should stand there and allow someone to hit on you when they're getting ready to hit you? No. But you can block and break break the intention of the blow. doesn't mean you have to repeat it with another blow. It just means I'm going to subdue this person long enough to get some help over here to let them take that person away so that you don't have to be confrontational with them. 
okay? So it's about managing you and not letting every little thing in your environment, in your experience, control you. When you do, then you have no self-control. Okay? And so these were examples. These were all examples. Now, um, I'm being guided not to do the illustration just yet. So I'm going to curtail that because I'm being guided to, to share an illustration with you offline. So I'll do the illustration offline. Are there any other comments or questions you have about the lesson so far? No, no. If you That's have, really, if you really have yeah, yeah. If you are tuning into this show right now and you have a question or a comment, I encourage you to call in and ask your question. The call in number is 310-861-2329. 310-861-3029. Okay? And ask your questions. Or if you're in the live chat, type your questions in the live chat. But remember, we want your focused attention on the topic of today's lesson, which is surrender your outer essence. I'm excited about this because surrendering comes from you intentionally allowing yourself to get into a space of consciousness to let everything go. People can say whatever they want about you. That's not you. That's them projecting their thoughts onto you. So if someone, and excuse me for saying this word, calls you a bitch, that's them projecting those words onto you. That has nothing to do with you and who you really are. But if you respond to what they say to you because they did that, because that's their intention and their ego is to rile you up, to get you riled up about something, so that they, you can demonstrate that you got the ego too. So if you allow that to happen, then you have no self-control and you have not allowed yourself to be still, which means that when you're still, when another person is creating the risk or trying to create the risk in your environment, when you're completely still, they have no other choice but to see themselves. Let me help you understand this lesson here. If you go out to a river, you stand at the bank of the river on the dock of the bay, and it's completely still, and you look down into the water, what would you see? You want to answer that for me, uh, Sister Latasha? What would you see if you went to the, to the dock of the bay, and it was completely still, and you looked down into the water, what would you see? Mm. Do, you, do you have any ideas? Hopefully peace. <laughs> Serenity. You would, but you would see yourself. Yeah, Why? Because still waters, still waters allow your reflection to be seen. Mm-hmm. In still water, you stand at the poolside, you look down, and the sun is shining on you. You look down, and you can see your reflection. You'd be like, "Oh, look at there I am, right there. Look at me." You can see yourself because the water is still. But if the water is turbulent and it's moving and bouncing up with waves, I say you ain't gonna see nothing, are you? You ain't going to see nothing because it's stirred up. And that's what happens when the ego ego is projecting. It's stirred up, and so it's trying to get you stirred up. But if you stay still, they can't do nothing. The other person can't do anything but see themselves through you. You become a mirror for them because you are completely still. And people don't like that. So what happens? They lash out. They try to hit at you because they can't get you to move around you. And so then, does that mean you stand there and take the blow? No. You might raise your hand to block the blow and then constrain them and then get some help. Just because you block the blow and hold someone to to prevent them from hurting you or hurting someone else doesn't mean you're engaging in a conflict. It means you're preventing it. So the more you're able to stand still in the midst of your tribulation and other people around you, you become an example for everybody else of how to be, how to live, how to uh, interact in the world. You also become the greatest enabler for yourself, and you allow the other person to see that this is really you creating the problem. It ain't me. 
I'm not the one. You're seeing yourself because I became a, a mirror for you, and you're getting more angry at yourself. Because they're looking for a reaction. They, based off their exactly. action, they're looking for a reaction from you. And when they don't get that reaction that they were looking for. Mm. Exactly. And so the thing is, if they don't get that reaction, they keep trying something else. And I'll, and I'll use this as an example. You know somebody, we know the L word, name begins with L, you and I. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't get you that way. They try another way because they don't have good intentions. Does that mean we shouldn't like them and love them? No, they just don't know where they are in consciousness. Keep in mind, some people are literally benighted on this planet. Some people really think that they are intelligent and intelligent people, and yet they are completely benighted in their spiritual development. You might be intelligent in terms of being able to create technologies and write great books and do all that, but you don't have no spiritual conscious awareness. So is it okay for me to say doc on air? You could be an educated fool. Yes. You could be an educated fool. Because you, you're foolish and you're, you're an infant in your spiritual intelligence. You're intelligent in books. You're intelligent in the writing of the word, but you have no spiritual connection. And you have no spiritual heightened of awareness and growth and development. Because if you did, you would embrace all people, all religions, all perspectives, and understand that you can be you without having to change who you are while I being me. And we each need to Embrace who we are and who we came here to be in the life we chose to be in the form that we're in because I am a reflection of you and because I'm reflecting over here in my perspective, I'm allowing you to understand who you are in yours. If I didn't exist, you couldn't exist. So that brings us to the half hour. We're going to take a short interlude before we go into examples in a practice session for letting go of the ego because everything we're talking about today is about surrendering your outer essence the ego the thing that likes to run them up and create discord disharmony uh strife in your life it's running so much in most people's lives that they literally have created illnesses in their physical body like cancer and we'll, we'll, as we develop through these, these different life lessons and, and the process of awakening to your own personal transformation, we're, you're going to learn that we are the culprit at the center of all of it. And it depends on where you are in consciousness. Are you in ego consciousness? Or are you in I am consciousness? Those are the two things that are going on. And one is fighting over the other. The other one is compassionate and loving and wants to embrace all people, all things, to create a magnificent, beautiful world for everyone. And the other one wants the me, me mentality, what's in it for me and how I'm going to get mine at the expense of others. So the question becomes, what do you choose to create? Because this is what's warring inside of you. It's warring inside of you. Not other people. It's warring inside of you. And if you choose to take on the combative, which is the ego, or be the lover, which is the I am present, that is what actually gets experienced by others in the physical world based on who you're choosing to be in any given moment. So with that being said, I'm going to take a break for about three minutes, and I want you to listen to the interlude to my first album, my my album that goes along with the book that teaches this process, Expressions of Unconditional Love. The title of the song is An Introduction to Unconditional Love, and I want you to take a moment to listen to it because it will help you move into that space of consciousness as we get ready to surrender our ego with the practice activities that we're going to talk about next. If I were to go back over my life, 
I could pinpoint various reflection points where I received divine guidance or had supernatural experiences, interventions, and angelical moments. These were things that moved me in such a way that helped me understand and know myself. To know who I truly am and the power I have to create and manifest whatever I want. This dialogue is the beginning of a series of channels intended to assist you in healing and coming to your own self-awareness of who you are as a co-author of the universe. I'm inspired and uplifted. I'm in total reverence and awe of the divine power that I have, that I live with every day, and which I know now that I have always possessed. I'm truly open to this level of understanding and consciousness. You too have this same power. The challenge is for you to understand who you are and come to a realization and knowing it. It is the greatest challenge you will ever face. Are you walking around not knowing your true power? Do you know the divine essence that you truly are? To come into your own self-awareness and power, you must be willing to open your heart and accept the truth about your divine gifts. It's the only way to have your personal transformation and begin to live the authentic you as another expression of unconditional love. This musical dialogue is a deep personal discussion with yourself. The use of the pronouns I, me, and you can be interchanged and are intended for both of us. It is my personal expression, request, and dialogue with the divine. As you use this tool, the dialogue and commentary is intended to assist you in the process of opening up to your true essence. You must personalize this experience for yourself for it to have relevance, meaning, and impact in your life. Once you open up and master yourself, you will be able to use this creative potential in all areas of your life. As you begin to open communication in this way, you will naturally become a channel through which Source can fully express and communicate to you and through you. It is your job to remember who you are as an individual expression of I am right here, right now. When you understand and accept your divine gifts, you can then be in superconscious deliberate action to co-create in partnership with your true I am presence. You will begin to see, know, and experience yourself as an expression of total oneness with everyone and everything. I am you, and you are me. I am here for you, always. I love you. Unconditionally. Yes. Yes. So, before we start the lesson, are there any listeners that would like to ask a few questions? We ask you to call in. The call-in number is 310-861-2329. We'll also open up the lines again um, after the lesson before we start talking about the Rismo experience and how we're going to travel to another location on the planet to help us practice opening up our heart chakra so that we can align and balance our entire chakra system to be in alignment with uh, Mother Earth and to get a cultural experience and how to practice Rismo while you're on this spiritual leadership retreat. It's a retreat in awakening your consciousness, so we're going to do that. So if you have a comment or question, Please type it in the live chat if you're um, on Blog Talk Radio listening. Or if you would like to call and you're calling in from your computer or your home and you would like to ask a question, you can do so uh, right now as we begin to uh, go into the lesson for today on how to surrender. How do you surrender? 310-861-2329 is our calling number, and we will get you in the queue. So as we move forward, surrendering. So what is surrendering? How do you surrender? These are the things that come up uh, as you begin to traverse your path, your leadership path, your exemplary leadership path towards your own human evolution. How do you begin to surrender so that you can establish and move into a space of consciousness where you can start to accept your innate power and allow that to 
come through for you so that the connection can be established with an unwavering flow of energy from your heart chakra and align your, how do you do that? Well, let me first say, when you give up holding on to the past and hoping for the future, see, because these are, these are past tense, meaning things that happen that you can't control anymore. So why, why waste energy on it? And hoping for the future for what you want to happen instead of taking action right here, right now in this space to emerge so that you can walk into that future already. This is what you need to do in every moment of your life. From this moment forward, you'll be poised to unleash your greatest purpose. Your potential will be magnified by your intention. So what are some good examples? A good way to surrender your outer essence is through reflection and observation of yourself first. So you got to start with you. See, it's no good if you're looking at other people and pointing the finger because then you're not focused on the real culprit, which is yourself. You are the author, the creator, the producer of everything that's going on. And that, that depends on where you are in consciousness. Are you in ego consciousness? Or are you in perceptual I am consciousness? Meaning that you are allowing yourself to embrace all the possibilities of who you can be in a given moment and allowing the greatest, highest potential of yourself to emerge as opposed to this playing small inside of the idea of I'm me and I'm going to get what I want. This is, this is where we are working towards in this lesson to get you to focus and reflect and observe yourself. You got to start there. Then once you understand who you are and how you are interfacing and interacting in any given moment, you also want to have an eye on, not to judge, but to observe and reflect on what other people are saying and doing because you want to be aware of all things, including you. You are a part of the equation of every experience. You can't have an experience unless you're a part of it. Whether you're waking up or you're sleeping or you're riding a bike, you are a part of that experience. You have to count yourself in the equation. When something goes awry, you have to count yourself in the equation. If something goes perfectly well, you have to account yourself in the equation with everyone else who contributed to the experience emerging the way that it did. You're not creating in isolation. You are co-creating every life experience you have. You have to include yourself in every situation when you're looking at who you're being. Who you choose to be in any given moment and how you choose to show up is the determining factor of how that experience is going to play out. Not just for you, but for everybody else. So if you're choosing to show up in love in every moment, guess what everybody experiences of you? Love. If you, if you choose to show up in hate in every experience, then what does people experience? People will experience that from you. And that's what feeling they will get from you is that you don't like them or that there's something wrong or bad here. So it's all about you. It don't have nothing to do with nobody else right now. This is all about you and how you're choosing to be. You may be dealing with something right now that is ailing you in your soul. Here's an example. Think of one or more real-life experiences of which you have not let go. Maybe you still holding on to the fact that your sister borrowed some money from you and ain't paid you back yet. Or one of your friends came over and stole something from you and lied about it, and, and you still ain't got retribution for that. Use the experience as a way, these experiences in your life, even in this moment, what's going on right now on this show is an experience that you're having that if you didn't decide to sit in and listen to it 
or you didn't decide to come and participate in this and, and have this experience, you wouldn't be having and learning what you're learning at this exact moment. So you decided that you're going to be a part of this experience, and therefore, something from this experience is, is either rich, is enriching your life. The intent is that this lesson is going to enrich your life, that you can be a different person and in, in interact and interface in the world so people will appreciate knowing and loving you. So the question of the choice is yours. Use the experience, every one of your experiences, as a way to move through your meditation. We talked about meditation before in, in Wednesday's lesson on recognizing the outer essence. So you have to meditate. How can you do this? So during meditation, and if you don't know how to meditate, we have the book, we have the examples, we have our uh, uh, tools available for you on our fellowship community. It's free to join. And you can access these tools to show you how you can go through the med meditation and the breathing techniques that you need to go through. I'll have another separate lesson on that. But for right now, if you know how to meditate, then here's some things you can do while meditating. You sit quietly in your meditative posture. Be still. No thoughts. No noise. Take six deep mother breaths. In and out. Contemplate your present life condition. Whatever it is, whatever's ailing you, whatever's bothering you, write it down, your first thought or inspiration. Write that down and look at it. What's ailing you? Ask yourself these questions. Don't ask the question of someone else. Ask the question for yourself so that you can look at yourself, truly look at yourself. Is it excessive worrying? Are you worrying all the time? Is it mental chatter or continuous thinking? You think so much, you can't stop, turn off the chatterbox. The chatterbox is thinking. You think it so much, the ego is talking, talking, talking. Maybe she's doing this to you. Girl, maybe she's And that's, that's the thought you had. Did she, did she intentionally do that? Did you find out if the person who did something, you did it intentionally? Or was it, they just, oh, it was an oversight. You, you may be having thoughts going on in your head that aren't real. Most of the time, 99% of the time, you're thinking about something that ain't real and you're manifesting in your reality by projecting it out onto others and then making, it fit, making them feel like they're doing something to you when they're not. Is your spouse a friend? Are you in a dispute with them? Are you, are you are you're fighting with your family members at this moment? What is it that's going on in your current life situation that you need to take a step back at and reflect on? and reflect on how you're showing up in the experience that's creating part of the problem. Resentment about a breakup with a boyfriend, you still holding on to the fact that the boyfriend broke up with you, the girlfriend broke up with you, or some other issue, right? So if you're still holding on to that and ain't let go, then this is the, re this is the ego. The ego is not letting go, and therefore every time you try to get into a new relationship with somebody else, you bring that old sad story, that old baggage from previous relationships because you ain't let go of it to the new one. Are you resisting change in your life? Are you angry or aggressive toward others that haven't done anything to you, creating so much harmony, disharmony and discord in your life? Are you, do you have expectations of people that they don't have that same expectation of? So like maybe you want something from someone, but they don't, they don't, have, they don't have a commitment to give that to you or have even an inclination that they should you expect it from them, but they don't owe you. You have entitlement issues. Sometimes friends and family members do that. They have entitlement issues, and they expect that of you, but you don't have that expectation of them, and you're telling them no, and they get mad about it. So then it creates, it creates discord in, the, in, in your relationship, um, not that you yourself is doing it, but maybe they're doing it, and you need to be observing of every situation. Who's the culprit? You can remove yourself from, from situations because you are the author, creator, producer in your life, and you govern where you put your body. You don't have to be in a relationship that's dis destructive. You can leave a relationship that's destructive, okay? So jealousy or hatred thoughts, things, you know, where you want to hurt somebody, you have to think about these things. You have to observe yourself. 
And these are ways in which you let go of the ego. It starts with reflecting and observing yourself and course correcting yourself to get in alignment with the almighty divine power and wisdom of the universe, the great omnipresent deity. So you have to surrender and let go of the ego. And once you do that, then I am present can step in and govern every aspect of your life, a continuous flow of unconditional love from your fully open heart chakra. That everyone you meet and whoever touches your life has an experience of feeling unconditional love from you. Not that you owe anyone anything, just that you that's who you are. You just have a natural ease with everyone. If you if if you're if every situation you get into there's a breakdown in communication or there's discord in every situation you go to or every experience you have with other people and interaction, then you need to consider that you're the least denominator in every one of those situations, and that the problem is not everybody else. That the problem could really be you. So these are. This lesson, this practice is about you. It's about you showing up and course correcting your own consciousness and getting in alignment and expanding and raising your consciousness and having that transformation to happen and materialize in your own life. It comes through a repeated daily discipline of practice. So what I'd like to do over the next few minutes is I'd like to take some time to go through the surrendering process. And I'm going to Declare what it is. Identify an issue or situation in your life right now that you have not let go of. Something. Here's what I'm going to say to you. For me, it was uh, one of the things that helped me open my heart chakra to begin the opening process was letting go of the resentment and regret that I had for my own mother. I let that go. And the moment I did, the moment I let that go, I was able to heal and transform my life and start to love and be an expression of love for everyone else. Once you identify the life situation that you're dealing with in your own life and you're ready to go through the meditation, then I want you to write that down. Write it down on a sheet of paper. The very thing that you feel that you have not let go of so that you can see it and read it every day as you meditate. And when you read the statement at the beginning of your meditation, we want you to read it silently and we want you to reflect on that, okay? At the beginning of every meditation, you want to set the intention that you want to let that thing go so that you can heal that part of you. And then we want you to complete the sentence. I know what this is. Number one, make that statement. I know what this is. Once you accept that, you you have to declare it. You have to declare it. I know what this is. This is my blank. For me, it was, I know what this is. This is my resentment and regret for my mother for things that happened in my life when I was a child that I hold her responsible for. So I had to write that down. I literally had to write it down in order to to let it go and meditate on that. And then the next thing I said after that, number three, it is not the real truth about me. This is not me. I I don't have resentment or regret about my mom. I feel sad that that happened, but I haven't let it go. I recognize that I'm the one creating the discord between me and my mom, that the relationship that I long to have with her, I can't have with her because I'm still holding on to the resentment and regret of something that happened 38 years ago. So the moment I was able to realize that and let that go and accept it, I was able to write a letter to my mom and apologize to her and let her know that I really do love you and I really want a relationship. But I couldn't let that go. If I didn't let that go, I still wouldn't have had that that relationship with my mother before she died. So it was me recognizing that I was the perpetrator, that I was the one that was creating a discord in my own relationship with my own mom. 
wasn't her. Yeah, that happened. But I don't understand. I, I couldn't understand at that time why she made the choices that she made, being an adult that she was at the time and me being a child. I, I couldn't understand that. And so from a child's perspective, I had developed this resentment and I had developed this regret. And could I hold her to that now, 38 years later, for a choice that she made that could have been for my highest and greatest good? I don't know. I'm just holding on to this stuff. I ain't never talked to her about it. I ain't never told her, Mama, this is what you did, and this is how I felt about it, and blah, 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 and give her a chance to say, oh, baby, the reason why I did that, I didn't do any of that. I was just holding on to it. And until I let that go, I had my little ego intact. And as long as my little ego was intact, I couldn't have a relationship that I really wanted with my mom. But the moment I let that go, I healed my own life, and I was able to, to reintegrate and establish that love relationship with my mom. I wrote a song about it. It's on my new CD that comes along with the book. It's beautiful. You have access to this also on the fellowship site. When you sign up, you get access to the music and the tools for free. And then after I, after I said, this is not me. It's not real true about me. I began to declare to myself who I really am, and I decided in that moment, this is not me. And then I changed the, this, that I'm regretful and resentful, and I replaced it with the word unconditional love, with those two words. And I said, I am, and I filled in the blank, unconditional love, because unconditional love will not hold resentment and regret. It will not be hateful. It will not do all of the things that are spiteful in the world. And so I decided in that moment that I'm going to be an expression of unconditional love because unconditional love is going to be compassionate, unwavering all the time. And this is who I want to be in projecting the world. I want everyone to know when they walk into my presence that they feel love unconditionally, no matter who they are and where they come from. So this is the lesson. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the meditation music and go through a short meditation with you of how to let this go. This is my resentment and regret. It is all the things that I've been holding on about you. I recognize about me that happened. This is my resentment. This is my regret. I choose right here, right now, not to have that feeling. I don't accept this as truth for myself because I choose to be unconditional. my gift to you and a gift to myself.
So, as you think about how you're going to let go in your own life, I want you to think about that you can make, that, that you can use, that we have created as a part of the leadership program as a part of the life lessons in the journey that we're going to take. We're going to go to Bali this year. And as a part of this leadership retreat, this spiritual retreat of awakening our consciousness and being at cause for our own human evolution, we're taking a group of individuals that is on the path to heal and transform their own life, to get in alignment and balance, to have their chakra energy in alignment and balance, and to help heal themselves while at the same time being an influence and inspiration to heal others and also the planet. So if you're encouraged, being encouraged to be a part of this experience, we're going to have a webinar. Our webinar is coming up on April 18th. If you're interested in being a part of it, I implore you to reach out to me. You can send me an um, email to Shinshuri at shinshuri.com, that's S-H-I-N-S-H-U-R-I, at shinshuri.com, and you can make a request. Or you can go to the website right now at www.ritmo.shinshuri.com and learn about the leadership program. Learn about the amazing individuals who are at cause for their own human evolution on the planet right now who are going to be a part of this experience. We encourage you to be a part of the learning community, the fellowship community that we've created at reefmo-insuri.com. We also encourage you to be a part of the lessons. We have another lesson on tomorrow where we're going to uh, invite um, a crystal healer who creates crystals, and he's created a set of jewels that we're going to be giving to those who are a part of the leadership experience and go on the trip. We're going to give everyone a souvenir uh, of jewels to take with them. So we have a lot of tools and a lot of uh, gifts that we're going to be imparting to you as you go on this journey. Reefmo Experience is about you getting in action about your own life to raise your own consciousness through the journey, through the experience, and through the practice of Reefmo. And this lesson is one of the expressions of unconditional love that is a part of the tool set that, is, that encompasses this whole retreat. And so we want you to be encouraged to get in action about your own life. We also want you to be encouraged to um, participate and be a part of this global movement to raise the consciousness of the planet because we are truly getting at cause to manifest and create the world we really want to live in. And that's only going to happen when each one of us wake up to our power to actually manifest and create the world that we want. So I'd like to invite you to, to uh, come and attend the next show. The next show uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. is Accept Your Innate Power. It's the third step in the superconscious model for living, which is the expressions of unconditional love, okay? And we're going to be doing that. We broadcast here multiple times throughout the week. So if you want to be a part of this listening community, we definitely invite you to bookmark our show here in Block Talk Radio, or you can uh, visit the Oracle Learning Community or the Reefmo Community, and you can also listen to the archive in iTunes. You may also find us on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, YouTube, and other social media sites. We're everywhere. We're ubiquitous. Why? Because we want everyone to know who we are and what we're here to do is to rally more of the community out there who want to create a world that's full of love and compassion and that creates everything for everyone to be prosperous. Join the live discussion tomorrow. Share, comment, learn, and share your viewpoints and perspectives right here on Oracle Radio. Solely link to key, right here. We only do it right here on Oracle Radio. So definitely I'd like to thank you for joining us and tune in to our live show tomorrow. The ideas and views expressed, shared, and communicated are not designed to limit, 
change, dispel, or ridicule individual ideas, religious convictions, beliefs, or unique mindsets. Our intent is to challenge conventional views in ways that may or may not have been exposed and debated before. The goal is to educate, enlighten, inspire, and provoke new ideas, viewpoints, and creativity in any and everyone who is willing to listen, communicate, and share their own ideas, beliefs, and perspectives. By sharing, we may be empowered to collectively transform our world and live according to supreme design as well as our own in ways that will transcend our present reality. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.